1: This summer, own your style with Macy's, whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has all that you need. Shop brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste,
0: and more, Macy's has all of your summer must-haves. Summer dresses, matched sets, volume sleeve tops, espadrilles, mm. wedges,
2: straw-crafted bags, bathing suits, and so much more. Oh my gosh, the free-for-all. Shop at
1: Macy's.com slash style. Get ready to simplify your life with
0: AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant makes navigation a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while you're on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at slash in car Wi Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation, compatible device and vehicle
1: required. First
0: of all, you don't know me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens.
2: We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl Cheering girl. for the right team Drama Cuba queens, drama queens Smart girl, up, girl Fashion but you're tough girl you, you could sit with us, girl
1: Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens Drama, drama queens, drama queens
2: Hey guys, welcome back Oh
1: my gosh, it's season five It's the premiere of season five Four years later, everything's different mm-hmm. Understatement of the year I know, like I wish we had had a lot more internet back then because it would have been really fun to see. I know it, there were message boards, but it would have been fun to see like Twitter, for example, Ugh. or Instagram, you know, and yeah. just to really feel the crowd reaction because back then we were just like, we're going to try this thing. I hope it works. Right. And, you know, we mm-hmm. sort of guessed that people liked it, but I bet there were a lot of fans out there who were calling each other and writing, I don't know. What do people do back then? Message boards, I guess.
0: Well, because there's so many misdirects. It was an episode yeah. of just like, nope, nope, you didn't guess that right.
3: Try again, kids. They did it so well. This was this was one of those where you go, oh, you know, they had all summer to think about how they were gonna do this. They didn't have to turn over an episode in a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had a whole hiatus and they really got in there with every little detail. And it's it's so fun now knowing everything we know to see this and and realize that they left so many unanswered questions, you know, not only until the end of the episode, but even still, the audience still yeah. doesn't know who Victoria is.
2: I know. I was surprised at that. I thought for sure that was coming out at the end of the episode. Like, okay, mother, or something. It's so cool.
0: No, we're talking about season five, episode one, four years, six months, two days. Um, I guess I didn't realize this aired in January. Normally our show would air... In the fall, like September. Oh, yeah. Right? And so this was a later premiere. It gave us more time to, I guess, work on this new approach. Um, But yeah, that's strange.
3: Wait, did this have to do with the writer's strike? Oh, there was a writer's strike. It
0: happened in this season.
3: Yes. I bet you're right. So remember cuz they were scrambling to turn in episodes ahead of the strike hitting mm-hmm. so that we could mm-hmm. keep filming when other people were going to have to halt but I think because of there was a gap at some point I do remember we had like a couple of weeks off before the strike ended we'd run out of episodes and so I think they yeah. might have they might have held the premiere until the winter so that there wouldn't be a gap once we started airing I, it's fuzzy, but I do remember the strike being part of this. Yeah, yeah me too. I remember the strike
0: in the library episode because uh, there was a suggested line change that I didn't want to do. And I was like, <laughs> no one can tell me to do anything different. Because for, for you guys at home, we're actually dealing with a writer's strike right now in our industry. Mm-hmm. But let's explain yeah. like what a writer's strike means uh, to anybody who's not in our business.
3: Well... The writers, just so y'all know, when you see that there's a writer on an episode, you know, there is a there is a creator and a showrunner of a show. So the person who has the idea and who writes the pilot script and who essentially comes up with the whole world that your show's gonna take place in. Sometimes if those are young writers who have a great idea, they hire another showrunner who's more experienced to help them learn and, and make sure the show runs smoothly. Um, but then they build a whole writer's room. So there's a full staff of writers and there are writer's assistants and the room breaks story together. They come up with ideas. They board, you know, half a season or a season at a time and they start to figure out where all of these storylines are going to go. And then there's usually a writer or a pair of writers who get assigned to break away and do the first draft of the script, which has been outlined by everyone while everyone continues to move on with the rest of the season's work. So it's, it's this really cool kind of cyclical space where they're juggling all the ideas. And, you know, they really help us craft these universes. We can't do it without them. And I'm sure, you know, this will be lost on no one. You're all on the internet. You see that the studios are making record-breaking profits uh, <laughs> every year for like five years running. And the writers are getting paid less and less Their time in the room, which means the weeks that they have a salary, is getting shortened. A lot of writers who are showrunners are being told they have to write their shows with um, skeleton teams, meaning they get, like, three or four writers in support instead of 12 12. to 15. It's it's unsustainable, and it's unfair. And, you know, I want everybody to do well and make money, but if executives are making $200 million bonuses at the end of the year— And writers can't afford to pay their rent. We have a problem. So we would love to be working, but we would love for our writers to get treated fairly more. So strike, baby, strike. Oh
0: man. I mean, anytime the industry makes like a big shift, if you guys have been watching our show since it's been on the air, it went from just airing once a week to there was Mm -hmm. TiVo and you could record it. And then... It was on SoapNet, so we got residuals. But when new technology happens, like when Netflix happens or streaming Mm -hmm. or any of these new platforms happen, our unions have to catch up with how we can get paid Mm -hmm. for the work that we've already done. And so I love that we've got, you know, unions to go and fight for us to do that. So we love to support that.
3: Well, and I think it's important, too, to remind people, you know, I actually, it was such an interesting moment. I, I, I responded to somebody on Twitter years ago about this, and I went, oh, we do need to talk about how we all work. Like, in all the industries, we need to kind of take the mystery out. It was, you guys remember when Ellen Pompeo signed her huge deal for Grey's Anatomy? Yeah. And, and she was, like, on the cover of every magazine, and they were like, she's going to make $20 million a year. And, like, that's crazy. You guys, 99% of people with SAG cards have second jobs because it's hard to make a living as an actor. Yeah. And— people, there were some people who were really mad about it. And I saw something somebody said, and I just responded and said, look, like, not to be angsty, but all that this means is that she's participating in the profits she's creating. And that show is worth billions of dollars a year to ABC. So if you think about it, she's actually not even making that much money. Like, she's just getting some... Percentage of what she's helped to create. But the interesting thing is you start to realize like this stuff is really valuable. And it's just like, you know, if you go work at a startup and you get stock, you participate if that company becomes Google and you should because you helped build it. Shows like One Tree
1: Hill or Dawson's Creek or Grey's Anatomy, which started before streaming, yeah, our contracts were all negotiated based on the idea of residuals and, you know, that we would be sharing in the profits that we are participating in creating based on re- things that re-air on, yeah. on TV. If it works. Except… Now there aren't residuals because it's all streaming. So we're not; mm-hmm. it's not being re-shown On m- most shows are not being reshown yeah. on on network TV. Most people don't even watch network TV anymore. It's all yeah. on, uh, digital. Um, so yeah. it's it it has been confusing. And yeah, when you look at like at the Ellen Pompeo deal, it's it sounds crazy, but it <laughs> based on what they're making on streaming now, and because mm-hmm. she can't negotiate a contract on residuals. It's, a, it's just a whole new yeah. format.
3: Yeah. Well, and to your point, Joy, what it means for our friends at home is this idea of residuals, again, is it, if you sell our work. Well, you're making an investment. We should get something out of yes. this. The yes. collective. And by the way, the studios always make the most and the showrunner always makes the most. But you know, it's supposed to be something. Like, I've gotten residual checks for six dollars. Oh, girl, yeah, that 83 cent check. 80. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you like, just wait till it's over a dollar because you're wasting the stamp. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Direct deposit. <laughs> the 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 trick of streaming is that shows will go and get sold as a package for a lot, a lot of money. And everyone who made that show, except for like maybe the big boss, doesn't get any of it.
4: Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. weird
3: to think that like your work, your time and your face is being bought and sold and you have no say or. Well, if that isn't Brooke Davis's storyline. You know, oh yeah, that's right. You know,
0: Joy, give us the <laughs> synopsis of this episode. Cause I do like that. We're talking about the business side of things because that's what was happening in real life. There was so much crossover between real yeah. life and, our characters' stories as this season mm. began. Um, yeah, for sure. We all kind of felt <laughs> preyed <laughs> upon. A very meta episode. <laughs>
1: what happened, Joy? Definitely. Four years after the season four finale, Tree Hill is is um, well, it's the same, but we are in an all in a new place. Lucas is a struggling writer who's about to embark on a new coaching career with skills. Peyton is at the beginning of a budding music venture, um or at the end of
0: yeah, who knows something
1: um while Brooks' fashion line is at a crossroads, meanwhile, Nathan and Haley are young parents trying to find their way. I don't know that this synopsis is entirely accurate; it feels I, like it's missing a lot. It's part of the misdirects <laughs>
3: it's part of the mislead. <laughs> I feel like whoever wrote this synopsis, it had like three glasses of wine and was like, I don't know. Yeah. And <laughs> Nathan and Haley are like struggling. It's tough, guys. It's tough. It's bad.
0: <laughs> All Nathan does is make messes for Haley to clean up. I would be yeah. done. <laughs> done. Joy, what was going on in your real life at this point? And were there any mm-hmm. parallels between like you and what Haley? was experiencing.
1: Yeah. I mean, I was really unhappy. I was, I was married, but um, in a situation that I just did not, it, it wasn't, it wasn't good. I mean, mm. anybody who gets divorced, there's always a reason. So it, it, it wasn't a good situation. And and I had a lot of, um, a lot of anger and frustration that I didn't really have a place to put it. And so in a way, this storyline was really cathartic for me because I had a space, I had a safe space to be sad and angry and not Mm. get judged for it. So, um, yeah, I was really kind of grateful that I ended up having this emotional time. And, um, and it was fun as an actor too, you know, as much as it was cathartic, it was also like, wow, I get to dig my teeth into something. I mean, yeah, when you would cut eyes at Nathan, Mm -hmm. just be like, not today, motherfucker. Like, yeah. It felt real. It felt. <laughs> <laughs> you were drawing uh, from a deep well. Yeah, I was. I was yeah. indeed with the, with I don't know why I cut my hair, but
0: the haircut was great. The haircut was great. Yeah, and I love any hair rebellion that the three of us staged on our show. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had a lot of hair rebellion. Oh man, I I got so many notes about my hair at the beginning of season 5. They're like, "It's Fucking disgusting Hillary with the two-tone hair. Oh my God, I loved
3: this hair. The the stark
0: contrast in the hair they totally flipped out over. But back to Haley. I love that the narrative of keeping up appearances is part of her story. Because Mm. that is something that we were having to do in our real life is just keep up appearances. And Haley Mm. is putting a lot of energy into that.
3: I will say too, I liked... I liked the contrast that you chose with that haircut because at the end of season four, like we're all we're little kids. Mm-hmm. We're embarking yeah. on the world. You had this long like fairy tale hair. And we come back and and there's something serious about you. Time has passed. Yeah. She's a young professional. You know, you're you're about to embark on having your own classroom. And and I loved that I went, Oh yeah, I would buy that. That's my teacher. Sure. <laughs> She might yes. be the new one, the new teacher, the young teacher, but she's look at that, like, sassy professional woman, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Very practical.
3: It felt cool. I think it would be harder to have a teacher with, like, a gorgeous mermaid yeah. blowout. I'd <laughs> be <laughs> like, where did you come from? But this little Bob is like, it's, it's chic lady, you know?
0: And I love that Jamie's in the classroom with you. Like,
3: yeah.
0: I, you know, I've taken my kids every single job I've ever done, whether it's working at the candy yeah. store or on set whatever. And I I remember going to my dad's office as a kid. Like going to work with your parent builds such a strong bond. And I mm-hmm. like that we're seeing Haley include him as we're getting to meet this little rascal. Let's
2: talk about mm-hmm. the rascal.
1: Jamie, what a cute little face. I love they had plenty of shots of just straight on of his cute little face. It was great. He was such a sweetheart. He was always He was really smart and really intuitive and um, you know, good, good at paying attention and taking direction. And he um, was just like a sweet kid. He wasn't a brat at all, which I think was part of the casting process. Like didn't they intentionally meet the kid's family or so I can't remember exactly what it was, but there was something about like, if this kid's going to be a part of the show for another, however long we run, we have to mm-hmm. make sure that we're not hiring a little brat. So there was some sort of process involved in that, but I I, got it right. Well, do you remember
0: the table read? Because we never did table reads. We just never had the time. We never made the time. If we had one at the beginning of the season, that was a big deal. And we definitely had one for this. Because I remember Jamie, er, not Jamie, Jackson, who plays Jamie, sitting at the end of the table and everybody's mm-hmm. attention was just on this kid yeah and it was almost like kind of vine for his attention like like <laughs> when there's a puppy and you're all calling it by different names to see who it goes to <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're like hi
1: fella
4: hey,
0: hey
1: buddy <laughs> Oh man, I can't tell you how many times I have been, I get, get this little notification pop up. It tells me that I've subscribed to something that I don't know even what it is. And it's like, oh, $39.99 or sixty two forty five annually is coming up. Do you want it? And I'm like, I don't know what this is. There's too many things going on in my day. When am I going to have time to go dig through all these files and figure out what's what? I need help. And I mm-hmm. think we figured out the way. Rocket Money, it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings.
0: Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features.
1: With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses
0: I can see all of my subscriptions in one place and if I see something I don't want rocket money can help me cancel it with just a few taps
1: yeah I love how the dashboard just shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits plus they'll help me create a custom budget and it keeps my spending on track
0: stop wasting money on things you don't use so cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com queens
1: that's rocketmoney.com queens RocketMoney.com slash Queens.
3: Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. (laughs) Oh, that feeling just walking in the door and it's like...
1: With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence.
3: Get yours now at a retail store near you.
1: Friends, we need a second to talk about
0: Squarespace. Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. You can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. With the new Asset Library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then you just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want so your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, they will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit and then I drop my children off at school and then I get to my office and I take out a nice cute little bag that came with my Thrive cosmetic order. And with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com dot com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C A U S E M E T I C S dot com slash drama for ten percent off your first order.
3: It was just so sweet and it was sweet to have an embodiment of this new time in our show in Jackson because We'd only had our summer hiatus, which, you know, by this point, we're doing 24 episodes a season. It was like a blip. <laughs> it was so quick. And to come back and be figuring out, you know, who are these people and how have they changed and how have they grown? And and there was so much, to, you know, you said it, Hillary. It felt really meta. Everything mm-hmm. each one of us as women was doing on screen really reflected what was happening in our personal lives. And have this little boy who we got to teach and who really made the show feel different because we'd never had a kid around before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It it was a very cool thing that not only he he was as a character, but that he represented physically being in the space. I also like that he
0: understood that less is more. I mean, he's not even mm-hmm. acting. He is looking at you and really looking at you and saying his words and yeah. meaning them. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of child actors who will overdo it and kind of do yeah. like the vaudeville version.
2: The Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. <laughs> and he,
0: he's just earnest. He's so yeah. earnest mm-hmm. in his delivery of what can be very scathing observations. Like when he tells Lucas, like, you need to get back to work on your book, you know? And Nathan, <laughs> he's like, I think you drink too much is my favorite line of the whole episode. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he he got it. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
1: It was weird having a kid around, though. Oh, we started a curse jar, didn't we? It was like yeah. a
2: curse jar on set. And we'd
3: all we kind of gotten salty. Put Jackson's College <laughs> yeah. Fund. Jackson's College Fund, that's yeah. right.
2: I wonder if he ever actually got that cash.
3: I can't remember when it happened, but like at first, you had to put a dollar in the curse jar. Mm. And then it got to a point where it just... It didn't seem to matter enough. And then it was $5. <laughs> and, <Yeah>. then, <laughs> and then they, they hit a point. I won't, I won't totally drag the boys. I, I shan't say who. But with one of the boys, they were like, your fee is $20. Stop yes. it. Stop.
0: Yes. <laughs> I don't think I ever participated in the jar because everyone has low expectations for me and children. Yeah. Um. But I remember Paul like just wrote like a hundred dollar check or something. Like Paul made a large <laughs> donation one day. A Paul move. Oh, yeah, and was just like, put it on my tab. <laughs> like, I love it. Sorry, kid, you came into a grown up world. It's weird as a parent seeing this little face now. Because mm. when we shot it, I was like, Oh yeah, it's a kid working, no big deal. But Jackson mm-hmm. is like the age of like my daughter. You know, he was I wanna say yeah. he was like six or seven playing four. Yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. George is five, but like approximately the same size. And I'm looking at this little face and I'm like, I can't imagine taking my daughter to work in a million years. Yeah. It's such a, I don't know, it's such a weird deal. Yeah.
1: I guess it's just such a specific. I don't know if calling is the right word because you're six. I don't, how do you know? It's just sort of like an interest, I guess. Like if yeah a kid that has a hobby and they're in the right place at the right time, and the parent has time and is willing yeah. to participate in this hobby, okay, you know yeah, why cool. not? And there's so many rules and that to protect the kids and the union, mm-hmm. you know, for learning and all that kind of stuff. That it worked out. Yeah, well. I mean,
3: you know, him having a you know Tron set and these these shortened hours where you're allowed to work. So sometimes. <laughs> You know, for, again, for our friends at home, you're getting all the business end today. Yeah. Sometimes we'd run out of time with Jackson and they'd have to put a C-stand with a tennis ball like in the corner and we'd have to act to it. Remember the stand-in that would be <laughs> on their knees? And yeah. we'd have oh to anchor the stand-in nice. on their knees? Oh my God. I wonder if anybody ever took a photo of that. There
2: there has to be someone taking yeah. a photo of that out there somewhere. There is. I hope so. Oh, it's so good.
3: <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's a it's a wild thing. And I think as an adult, it really kind of hit me, you know, what Brooke is saying about her work Mm -hmm. in this episode is, look, the work isn't enough. You act like my life is, you know, fancy and all these things, but it's, it's all work. It's all an illusion. Like, yeah, I'm going to Italy, but it's to work. I'm going to get off a plane and go into an office and then get back on a plane. Yeah. I'm going to a premiere, but I'm not even seeing the movie. I'm, I'm doing the thing and giving the interview and then leaving and taking meetings. And it's, I liked that there was a, a way to represent the sort of harsh reality of what can look shiny Mm -hmm. out in public with her because I know we had all begun to feel that and especially for me I was really struggling with having to leave my whole life and just pick up and move and some people enjoy it and you know just personally for me like leaving my parents and my best friends and missing babies and weddings and things. I really have a hard time. Yeah, And I remember that feeling of Jackson coming to work, what you're saying, Hillary, like how does a kid go and, and meeting his mom and his other siblings. And they had all moved as a family unit. And I just thought like, Oh God, maybe that'll make it easier for him. You know, like maybe that'll help him. Maybe it won't be so weird because his whole family gets to be here. Yeah, And it is, it's a, it's such a gift and it's hard. It's all the things. And I just remember how concerned we all were with this little person being in this environment yeah. and thinking like, how do we help make sure it's good for him? Because yeah. we now know the parts of it that are really tricky and the parts of it that are really such a privilege and, I remember that being such a concern, and I I thought that it was so special that all of us had that vibe, and it turned very quickly into like, how are we going to protect the protect the child, <laughs> protect the child? Joy, had you like babysat much? Had you spent much time with kids
0: that you like weren't related to?
1: No, no, no. I I didn't. I mean, I like kids. Like I just never. I babysat a little in high school, but. No, I was just always, um, yeah, I think other than high school babysitting, I was living in New York, I was working on a soap, I was busy, I was, you know, I just, and I didn't have, I mean, friends my age, and at that time, they didn't have kids, so, Hmm. and my family was, none of my cousins had kids, Um, my family was pretty spread out, so, no, I didn't. Did you? Did you? Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I was, like, the
0: babysitting- and I have three younger siblings. So I've like been around kids my whole life. Yeah. But if that's like one of the first times that you're interacting and now you have to have an immediate bond with this mm-hmm. child.
1: It wasn't hard because the kids just respond to being treated like kids respond to being treated like a a, a human, like b- with yeah. respect and, you know, listen to you. And, and I guess because of my imagination, I, and my, Wonder and enjoyment of childlike wonder. It was easy for me to get down on his level and tell me, I want to hear all about it. And I think that's also being an actor. We empathize. So it's mm-hmm. like if I'm talking to an adult, I know how to interact. I can relate that way. But with a kid, there's a they're looking at the world a different way. And so I want to get into their world and yeah, see things the way they see them. Um so it was it was easy with with Jackson. and he was also very mature for. He really was, old, I guess. Yeah, so I don't know. I just think with kids, you just sort of talk to them like a grown up, except for when they can't understand grown up stuff, and
3: you know, sometimes right. they
1: need to feel a little like,
3: "Ooh, things are exciting." Well, remember yeah. like all the
0: Santa conversation? Like we all had to like code yeah. everything, you guys. Yeah, because we didn't yes. know oh, like what does he think? What does he like? Uh, uh, It's somebody else's kid. You don't know what level he's on with like tooth fairies and Easter bunnies and things.
3: You know what? It was so fun. Like, there was also, to your point, he infused wonder into the space. Yeah. And I mean, for me, you know, similarly to you, Hill, I didn't have younger siblings or anything, but I babysat all the kids in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. There were two little boys right at the end of my street who I watched. Like, it felt like every day after school, it was probably a couple days a week you know, they were, they were just like my whole little universe. I was a camp counselor every summer. And, <laughs> and now we had this kid on set and it was like so exciting. I remember there was a, there was a time, it might not have been season five, maybe it was in season six. I don't know. It's a blur. Cause I, I just think of Jackson being little, but like I remember we heard there was a sale at Best Buy and like me and Lee and James went and got Wii's. Oh, I remember the big Wii thing. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's right. So whoever was watching Jackson, we could like, we, everybody could either come over or mm-hmm. we would all have the same games. And then it turned into like, Wii like tennis tournaments oh, with yeah. him. And that's it so was, great. Like, and I never had a video game console as an adult, but suddenly we had a kid on set. And so we all turned into kids. Same. I got the Wii.
0: I was down, and it was purely for that child. It was just like, yeah. I'm never going to play this by myself, but we might have a six-year-old over. Yeah. Um, Ugh, you so guys, fun. we have a guest with us today who was a part oh, yes. of this big five-year jump and was actually with us yes. before the jump, um, mm-hmm. but was living kind of the same weird mix of of fact and fiction. Um, <laughs> you've heard us talk about her a lot.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. We know her as Lassiter. Is it Stone now? Oh, no, Stone's her maiden name. Lasseter Stone? No, Lasseter Wall was her maiden Lassiter name. Lasseter Wall. She's Lasseter Stone now, which is an even sexier name. Wow. Oh. I mean, <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: So let's bring Lasseter in here because she lived with us. This is the. This was the girl that put up with us at 4 o'clock in the morning and mm-hmm. also made sure we got into bed.
3: Lasseter mm-hmm. was our camp counselor, you guys. Yeah, no
0: kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like,
2: my life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah, <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home—Clorox
3: Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents, and you can find your home's signature <laughs> scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe.
1: Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way.
3: Lavender for me.
1: Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence.
3: Get yours now at a retail store near you.
1: I think this is such a brilliant invention, and I wish somebody had come up with it earlier, but I'm glad we have it now. (laughs) you know, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. My mom has all these videotapes of me and all these productions. And then we also have all of our family movies and all of the family photo albums and all of the everything that just takes up so much space. And I'm so (laughs) grateful that Legacy Box created this whole platform to be able to condense these amazing memories down into something that's actually tangible and easy to access. Well, and with Mother's Day
0: fast approaching, it is a great gift for the whole family. So you can relive moments like wedding days, first steps, or the embarrassing haircut you had in the 90s. You can (laughs) reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time.
1: Guys, the process is so easy. You just send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures. And their team professionally digitizes everything by hand, In the USA, you'll get everything back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. It's so easy.
0: Yeah, I mean again, the VHSs, my my new project is that I found Jeffrey's big huge storage containers of VHS and he was making TV shows in the late 80s early 90s that I never got to see. This so is my good. chance.
1: So, all of his pilots that never that never aired, girl, right?
0: I love Ugh. those old beta tapes. Yes. <laughs> so, you guys can do this too. Join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Just go to legacybox.com/drama to Save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. That's legacybox.com slash drama.
3: Nothing is more fun for me than decorating, whether it's like I've moved, I have to go on location somewhere, or my friends are moving. I just want to design people's houses. It's happy. And you know, like a place. Goes from just being, you know, like a box you live in to a home.
1: Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring that mm-hmm. vision to life. I can attest to this personally. I am on this site all the time finding amazing things for my home.
3: Every style is welcome in the neighborhood. Visit Wayfair.com
1: or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R dot com. Wayfair. Every style, every home.
0: I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations. And you're going to spend your summer in paradise.
1: Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June
0: 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com.
2: Lassiter. Oh, my gosh. gosh! Exactly the same. Same. Hi.
4: Hi. Hi.
5: my glasses. I was multitasking and working while I was
2: waiting. (laughs) Hi, guys. What's up? Oh, my gosh. It's great to see you. Oh, y'all. How fun. Y'all. Lassiter is she is
0: the tallest, blondest Southern person. Queen and we were so lucky mm, yes. to have her with us on set. Lester, you explained to everybody, but what your job was on One Tree Hill?
5: Happy to do it, Hillary. Here do we it. go. Um, <laughs> let me get it. Really get into it here. Um, no, I'm glad you asked. Uh, so I was I started as the as a PA, a set PA, um, which is production assistant. You work in the AD department, assistant director um, and, uh, you, you know, you do it all, right? um, How, you know, how, how self-deprecating should I get? I
1: know it's such an understatement. It's a job where like anything that somebody asks you for your answer is yes. And then you just figure out how to get it
5: a (laughs) hundred percent or do it or do it. Or, I mean, you know, y'all cracking me up in these episodes talking about, I mean, so with the stories about talking to the people who own the houses, like on Oof. like when we're on location and having yeah. to go be like, hey, turn off that leaf blower or change <laughs> yeah. off.
3: Please um, help us, please. Oh my gosh. I mean, I would go
5: out and stop traffic. Like Yes. Stop. I mean, why would they listen to me? I had a walkie-talkie and like a fanny pack and a bunch of sharks. They
1: sent you because you were so tall and so blonde and so tan, and it was you're like a vision. Anywhere that you went, yeah. it was like yeah. people just stopped oh. and stared. So of well, course they sent you to stop
3: traffic. Yeah, because you kind of scramble people's brains. You're very tall and authoritative, so you're intimidating, nice. but also yeah. you're gorgeous. So they they want to be your friend, and they're just like, ah, you're so
2: friendly. <laughs> it's like, what do I do with this?
3: please stop walking through the shot
5: we're filming yeah i had no authority (laughs) whatsoever so pa stuff when you start out you know you're kind of just doing you're keeping it you're keeping stuff moving you're helping every department you're the liaison between the director and the crew um Mm -hmm. and the cast um and then on you know on one tree hill when you're working episodic you kind of work your way up so that first Mm -hmm. year so i started season two um very first episode of season two. I'd never heard of the show. We didn't have the CW <laughs> in Richmond. Oh, um, God.
0: I had no clue. You didn't have the whole channel.
5: You're just like, we don't want those.
1: I knew so many people back then that didn't have the CW. They were like, oh, yeah.
5: Y'all, my my aunt, they I think we had the WB maybe, but they weren't running the show during primetime at all. My aunt Elsie used to tape it with the VHS oh. at oh. 1 a.m. It ran at oh. 1 a.m. in Richmond. What? Um, she would tape it for me uh and to show my mom and like my brothers and, oh. and like see what Lassiter was working on.
0: Or sometimes see Lassiter. We loved seeing you in the elevator of the hospital one episode.
5: kill me. Oh my god. Yes. Well, I have a confession. Um, I, I can see myself getting red. I have a little confession. What? I had never watched the show.
1: Good. That's so. F- we well, we haven't really That's either. Okay. I mean, so you're in good well, company. This is our first way through it.
5: So honestly, I'd never seen a full episode. And when Hill like DM'd me about um. The shout out in the podcast about the elevator. I went back and watched it and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Not only is it fully me, but like I'm wearing like a ratty t-shirt. Listen, everybody has to go to the hospital. I'm in the background of a lot of episodes, mostly holding my ear like this, mm-hmm. um, trying to hide my earpiece. Your earpiece. Like, walk, go, countercross, cross <laughs> For the background. Um, But, yeah, I mean, a PA does a lot of stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, I started at the bottom, you know, coming in a couple days a week on season two. Um, And then by season three, uh, I got assigned to base camp.
0: Yeah. Um, which
5: is, you know, back with you guys. That was one of my most fun, fun seasons. You were the best in base camp because Alex
0: Ostapé would get mad at us anytime we asked for stuff, right? But I love Alex so much. I love Alex. Yeah. I mean, it takes a lot to be a base camp PA because you're dealing with not only the crew and what's happening on set, but with all the actors who are a nightmare. Oh. Oh, well, yeah. Lasseter, you just were such a good sport and like in a good mood all the time. So it forced all of us to be like, okay, fine. We'll be oh, brave.
5: Well, you guys were so sweet. You know, I mean, my friends mm. used to ask me questions. Season three was really fun for me um, to be mm. back there with you guys. And not only you guys, but, you know, JoJo. Yeah. And,
0: yeah. JoJo's um, come on.
5: The tr- the tr- oh, I heard it. Don't you worry. And Hillary, <laughs> you. Ca- Dang if you didn't talk about that serpentarian story. Oh my god, Lasseter oh, yeah. Lasseter was at the serpentarium when there was a snake attack. You know that oh, I'm still terrified. Yeah. Like terrified. Mm-hmm. Um you guys are so funny. Um yeah, Jojo, I mean that was just really fun to like just be back there with you guys and you all were so um gracious and just really sweet. Um there was never, you know my friends used to say like you know what's it like? Like, are they, you know, how is everybody? How's the cast? I'm like, they're awesome. They're our age. They're Mm -hmm. fun. We all hang out and they're really sweet. Like they're going through the same things we are. So I feel like season three was really a nice, I don't know. It felt it was, that was a nice year. It was Um, really fun. It's
3: a stressful job. It was a really stressful job. There's so much you have to manage because, you know, again, friends at home, like, when Lasseter talks about running base camp, she's running the schedules for every single person and every single chair. So hair, the makeup, hair. special effects, getting all the, everyone timed in exactly right so the chairs are never empty and everyone's ready on time. And people go back to change when somebody else is getting makeup done and she's making sure, you know, it's a huge machine. Yeah. And you managed to make it so fun. I will never forget the day. I don't know if you remember this, but I obviously will never forget it. When I came back, <laughs> to base camp because you guys would always like some days I'd come back from set and it would like make me want to cry because it was so sweet you got like you and one other person or you and jojo would be out waiting on us to you know finish a scene and you'd have patch and penny out on like a tennis ball and the dogs would be running around yeah, and I was just like yes. oh my god they're really yeah. nice to us and they like my dogs <laughs> and, oh, of course. and oh I forgot about the dogs yes the sweet babes and there was one day where I came back and we had just been it was like a slap happy day And I opened my trailer door and Patch wasn't in there. And I went into hair because JoJo would take him in the trailer. And you guys were all in there just like slamming coffees. And Kelly Jefferson had drawn eyebrows on Patch, like with full makeup. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And Jojo had put him JoJo had put him in a blonde wig. And the (laughs) three of you just looked at me like, is she gonna think this is funny or is she gonna be mad? And I died. Like I was laughing so hard I couldn't breathe. And it's like that stuff that i remember almost more than anything Patch,
5: i forgot about patch i'm not gonna Uh, lie yes
3: patch
5: you all were it was so fun we had a good you know we had a good time and i was always um i took my job very seriously as a pa i feel like hillary hillary knows we had a very (laughs) serious department it you all lived at my house like, I know. <laughs> yeah. you lived, you <laughs> were like a block away
0: for a while. I was like on third street, you were on fourth street.
1: Yeah, fourth and none. But the PA has to take their job seriously. Be- the whole AD department, I mean, the show production will fall apart if the if the AD department's not on I'm it.
5: glad you said that, Joy. Like, it really is, you know, it was a big deal. And at first, I didn't quite understand. And, um, you know, I'm kind of like, okay, I'm running. You know, I didn't, I was a film major in college. Um, I knew I wanted to go into production and, you know, do something like this. And I'm from Richmond, so I always knew about Screen Gym Studios in Wilmington. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. um, you know, I got the job, again, had never heard of the show because um, it was only the first season. Did you get it right Mom. out of college? So, um So right out, so I went to University of Alabama, Hillary, Mm -hmm. where I first met you. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, Alabama homecoming, MTV. Oh my god, MTV, you and Lala just Uh, killing it. Yeah, Hillary and I were like destined to be connected somehow. It's so bizarre. My first internship as a film student at Alabama was for MTV. Yeah, Um, and Hillary came to Tuscaloosa, and I was like the PA. That trip was wild. Outcast performed. It was awesome. Yes. Any I feel like I gave you a tour of the Kappa house. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. 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 So then uh I moved to Telluride, Colorado, where I was working in a snowboard shop and like bartending and just Oh yeah, off. I
1: remember that about you. Yeah. Your
5: coyote ugly summer. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Woo. If only I could sing and dance, mm-hmm. like a non-six foot, terribly awkward person. Um <laughs>
3: I've got a lot of photos from all of us yeah. doing karaoke downtown, Lasseter. I've heard you sing. You have not. <laughs> Maybe it's a scream saying, but it works.
5: Sophia, I have some good photos of us in like some some really, really questionable jeans. Oh, like, no. Like, our jean <laughs> game was so strong. God, the early 2000s were brutal on denim. Oh, my
3: God. Lasseter, the three of us have talked so oh, much wow. about how in that era, the just the whole top half of our pants was missing. Just missing. I I know. Okay, all right. I need them. So we- no, you go back to the work stuff. Oh my god. So I literally
5: I was um yeah I was working I was managing a snowboard shop um Alternative Edge meh, entire um <laughs> so cool um and I literally had like a sort of a moment where I was like I'm not doing anything with my degree I need to figure this out I had sort of mm. like a you know not a panic attack but like okay I need to get a, a real job and so i cold emailed david Brightbill.
0: stop (gasps) so for you guys at home he was our second ad um, and Mm -hmm. that's the person in charge of kind of hiring pas and doing all the Mm -hmm. scheduling on our show
5: so i emailed and i said you know hi my name's laster you know i had this uh, internship one time i didn't know if there was anything filming um all it was was like a production office email and I said, I, you know, I don't even know what job you would hire me for, but <laughs> entry level yeah, bottom. Yeah. <laughs> um, he emailed me back the next day and <gasps> said, uh, we're looking for PAs for a new show. Can you get to Wilmington in three days? Stop it. So I was wow. ready to go. Like I had already figured out that I was going to move back from Telluride it had been about a year. I just wanted to do like a year, like a fun year out West. And then, um, so I, Came home. My mom drove me to Wilmington. Didn't have a house yet. Went in for the interview. Wore like suit pants. Heels. <laughs> cute. So I was so cute. probably six <laughs> three. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, like the couch in the AD office. Oh it was yeah, so low to the ground. It's so low. So I come in. Everyone's wearing like fanny packs and running shoes, cargo and like, shorts, and you know, like a suit and tie, basically um you know hi i'm here for the interview um (laughs) and i couldn't i remember like going to sit down on the couch and my heels were so high that like my whole body like creaked (laughs) and i was like getting down like oh he was like he was basically like you know do you know how to take coffee orders and i was like sure yeah okay (laughs) Um, (laughs) so the next day i got the job and i had to find a place to live um (sighs) And that was it. I mean, it all happened in like a week. That's crazy. Um,
0: But so many people ask us, how can I get involved in the film industry? How can I like get my foot in the door? Mm -hmm. And that boldness of making the cold call or just sending the Mm -hmm. email and not knowing exactly what the job is, but being like, I'm here to help in any capacity. That is the way to get into the business. Yeah, People want
1: to know that you're flexible. And they have to know that they can trust you to be assertive and... Just take take matters into your own hands because mm-hmm. a huge part of the creative flow is being able to trust that all the people around you are doing their job and that they don't have to be have their hand held through everything. Like I can trust that somebody else is taking care of A, B, or C in yeah. their department. Um, it's It's huge. And so even just the fact mm-hmm. that you, yeah, did that cold call and came in, you're ready, and yeah, it makes well, a big I mean- difference.
5: I don't, I mean, I didn't know a soul. Yeah. I moved there and, um, just started working and I really didn't have any, you know, I didn't have any friends and Hillary, I don't know if you remember this. I was mortified. Um, so I didn't know what show it was and I didn't know who was on it. And I went in for my first day and I saw Hillary and I was like, oh my God, she's Like we did that thing at MTV. Like, is she going to think I'm like following her? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Lasseter's playing the long game. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So then it gets worse. I find a house and I start working. And (laughs) two days after I'd been on set, I go for a jog Mm -hmm. and I pass Hillary in her front yard. I remember you jogging by the house gardening and i was like oh my god she's gonna think a stalker!" <laughs> oh no it's the worst but y'all know how small that downtown is yes yeah but
0: it became so convenient because like the yeah. ad department they don't get to stop work at the end of the day there's another like two or three hours of planning for the next day mm, and yeah. so either we hung out at the production office and then a home together or we just did it at my house on the front porch with beers. Oh my god, we
5: had so many post production meetings at your house. Yeah, it was great.
0: It was great. But so, when was the last season that you were that you were there? How long did you end up staying?
5: So I was there from season two to about I think um, I think it was the end of season five slash mm. beginning of season six. So I left during the writer's strike of two thousand seven.
0: that? yes, that's what we were just talking about that at the beginning of this yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, because this season ended up airing much later mm-hmm. in the year because of the writer's strike
5: yeah yeah i was trying to do my homework and i went you know i went and looked at some dates um and you know watched the episode um which is mm-hmm. so good <laughs> oh yeah so many, <laughs> many memories um but yeah i left during the writer's strike we all you know we all got laid off kind of and you know we we I went home to Richmond, which is only a couple, you know, a couple hours and ended up actually uh, meeting my now husband Mm -hmm. Um, during that downtime. We were doing long distance Mm -hmm. and the writer's strike kind of helped me decide whether or not I wanted to go full force AD, like Mm -hmm. to become a first AD, which is what my goal was for a really, really long time. Um, Or, you know, maybe take a step back and reevaluate. Um, and ultimately it was a really good mm. decision for me because so again, for those of you who are interested in this, you know, production world, you work your days as a PA, you get to a certain, you know, level, you move up. And then the next step is to become uh an A D and join the DGA. Um, and I got to that level, I got my days, I had yeah. my little book. Um And I got some really good advice from um, just some people, you know, that we all know from One Mm -hmm. Tree Hill. Hey, go talk to some female first ADs.
0: Well, that's what I want to talk to you about. Because, you know, this whole Mm -hmm. beginning of season five is all about the women. I mean, the boys, too. But, like, we're all, like, on these career paths. And some of them are working and some of them aren't. And Lassiter, Mm -hmm. you were the best at your job. Like of oh everyone, we, you were the best at it. And it makes yeah. me sad that it was an inhospitable environment for you to achieve what yeah. you th- originally thought you wanted to.
5: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. Uh, uh, in my attic right now, there's still a box of paper call sheets.
0: Girl, because you're going to come back and like right. resubmit when when the kids are grown up. You're like, oh, my God.
5: I could, I could first. Remember, movie. I had 500 days on One Tree Hill from 2002. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's no, it's true. And I'm glad you brought that up because I think there are a lot of things in this episode um, that were so interesting to close that loop. I, I got some advice from female first ADs. And the first thing they said, and I mean, y'all know we were what, 20? We we're Maybe 23 24. at this point, 24, 23, 24. You and I are about the same age. Yeah. They said, "Do you, you know, the first thing they said was, do you want to get married? And I was like, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. They were like, well, you probably can if you're going to be a first AD. I mean, this was, you know, 15 years ago. It was really hard for women um, yeah. to get this role. Um, but yeah, I just kind of, yeah, I took a step back. I don't know. It was tough. Mm-hmm. I got some some advice saying like, if you want kids and if you want a family, um, I don't know if this is the right move for you at this moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, well, crap. What have I been doing for four years?
1: Well, you were learning, you were growing, you were figuring out who you are. And that's absolutely valuable. But it is an all-consuming, very demanding job. Yeah.
5: But it was fun. You know, in our in Mm -hmm. early twenties, it was really fun. We weren't allowed to sit down. We had to go, go, go. (laughs) That's
0: right. Yes. Right. There was a there was a rule. It's not a rule on every set. And I didn't know that. That's still a thing.
1: Like No. I didn't know that's not a rule on every set. It's not a
0: rule on every set. Really? No. PAs no. on other jobs are allowed to sit down, but PAs on One Tree Hill were never allowed to sit down. It is not allowed.
5: Oh my gosh, that's wild. I mean, my, you know, my calves were killer, but like.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't
2: think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like...
1: With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence.
3: Get yours now at a retail store near you.
1: With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to
0: Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise – Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to sunscape resorts and spas and do your deal at cheapcaribbean.com.
2: Okay, friends, we are here to
1: help you out. Mother's Day is May 12th. That means it's fast approaching. So instead of scrambling last minute this year, Hillary and I think you should try Macy's for your Mother's Day gifts. Oh, we sure do. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for
0: mom easy this year. You can shop by price, like $25 and under to $100 and under. Categories like fragrance, handbags and more. Or their gift lists, like for the mom who has everything. Or for grandma. Or for gifts that are already wrapped.
1: Macy's is making it so easy on you. Find top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TV, the frame, which I have a couple of love them. They're all at com slash gift finder. Head on over to com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for
0: Mother's Day.
1: Do you know that this has been a tradition in my family for many years? Uh, my mother used to love pecan sandies from Keebler. She Aww. would bring them home and I would find her in the kitchen taking a little nibble on a stressful
2: day. <laughs> and I love it. I love it so much. I've adopted it myself. I love coming
3: home and just taking a moment to step away from all the daily expectations and enjoy a little little Keebler sandy. Listen, you know I love a snack break, and Keebler Sandies are perfect for that. They are buttery shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, Joy's favorite pecans, and almonds. Mm. Each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is
1: baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth.
3: The delicate sweetness, the buttery flavor, the crumbly texture, they make Keebler Sandies the perfect pairing with your coffee or tea. Whether you're enjoying Keebler Sandies as an afternoon snack, serving
1: them at a party, or simply indulging in some me time, they are a classic shortbread cookie that brings simple pleasure to every bite.
3: When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat that will keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it
1: all, reach for a Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie and enjoy a simple moment of comfort.
0: So you obviously, you know, you have a beautiful family now, but what was the oh, pivot? Totally. Like, Where how did you take the skills that you learned as a PA and apply them mm-hmm. to a whole, totally different career path?
5: Hmm. So, well, Joy said a really nice thing a little while ago just about being able to, you know, I don't know, adapt and pivot and, mm-hmm. you know, handle situations. So those, I speak at a lot of career days, like at my old high school and my kids' schools now, I just did career day last week. And I still, I talk about how... The things I learned on One Tree Hill have translated perfectly into what I'm doing now, which is advertising, um, which is a weird, it's kind of a weird turn. That's so cool. How so? So when I first, when I first moved back to Richmond, um, I got a job in post-production at an audio editing, like a recording studio in Richmond. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Um, And Joy, I'll never forget. I have to tell a funny story about you. Um, It was like my the first month there. And all of a sudden my phone rings and like, I had left Wilmington, I'm in Richmond and I get a call from joy. And I used to get calls a lot from like Brookman. Oh, Maddie. Yeah. And Jaddock and all those guys. Like Chris, they would all call me and like prank me during my, during my office job. <laughs> um, and joy one time, I feel like you were like driving through Virginia and you called me and you were like, "Lost? like I'm, I'm lost in Virginia. Um, and I need directions. And I was like, Joy, I have no idea where you are, but I have a good job. And you were like, I'm so happy for you. Like you were so sweet. But it was like Virginia. And so you just gave me a call. Um, like maybe I would know, you know
4: where to go.
2: What a space cadet. That's so. But that is such a. But also, like how how telling that we get so used to our p. We we lean on our pas for
1: everything in every way. That like I'm literally not even on set. I'm lost in Virginia, and I'm like Lasseter can help me. (laughs) That is the that is the bad cliche of every actress in every 90s movie.
5: I was so touched. I thought it was so sweet, and I just I didn't know how to help because I didn't know where you were. (laughs) I know.
1: I I I remember being lost in Richmond, Virginia, and that makes sense to me that that's why
2: I would have called you too. Yeah. I, we I know. Well, we should have had coffee. Uh, we should
5: I
1: have been, had been able
2: to find my way to you. <laughs> I feel so bad that I couldn't help.
1: <laughs> my funny story with year is that I remember being on set the day that we were shooting on the football field with James, and we had the picnic blanket, and the and the sprinklers went off, and it was like all this, and Karen had a thing on the football field too. Yeah, but. Sophia, was it, Sophia and I were trying to get to, there was like, there was some kind of PA, everybody was on their walkie, like, Sophia, you weren't in that scene. What was going on? There was something, for some reason we were in the football field, maybe it was me and James or somebody was like, it was like five bucks on Joy or five bucks on James, like who's going to get to set first. And you were in, you were standing by the craft service table and we were all, we were all like on our way walking to set. And I was like, Ooh, tea. And I turned and I walked into the, into the craft trailer and I heard you just get on your walk and you're like. Joy stopped at Crafty. Joy stopped at Crafty. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, just won five bucks. Yeah. You, yeah. Guys, right, you guys had like a whole horse race going. It was so funny. Oh, it's
2: so
5: fun.
1: One of the many wonderful, fun moments with you. Oh, Les. my gosh.
5: Well, so many fun moments. I know. I feel like I need more than an hour. Um, so, all right. Again, closing the loop. Got into post-production. Um, and I knew like they we were doing ADR. And we were recording, you know, we were doing voiceover stuff for commercials at this advertising agency in Richmond. And I just got into I knew all the aspects of production. Yeah, I knew, you know what was going on on set. You know, time is money, mm. um, how to deal with talent., um, mm. uh, you know, just I learned so much and at, at such a young age about the industry, um and just the work the inner workings of everything. Um, so then I got into production for a little bit and then I started at, at the Martin agency, which is in Richmond. It's like a national advertising agency. We do all the Geico, um, oh, fun. Right now. Nice. Yeah. um, so if I remember running into you, where we, were we at the Bowery hotel, remember in New York? Yes. Yeah, you were with Sam, um, Barry from yes. uh, glamor. Yeah. Yeah, my sweet friend Sam. Yeah, she's doing so well, by the way. Oh. Um, she's crushing it at glamour. Um, she uh, ran into you. I was there editing um, some. I think it was Discover Card or maybe Midas. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You're so you you something. You learned
0: to deal with our like little like nasty egos in our early twenties, and now you're like, now I can handle the big boys not going to handle the big brands.
5: <laughs> you guys did not have nasty egos. <laughs> I
0: did. I'm not ashamed. I still do. I'm a nasty little narcissist. Um no, I mean it's it's no, it is not. a good skill set to learn how to navigate people's wants and needs and it's not yeah. something they tell you in college. It's not yeah. a class you can take. Like on-set experience is everything.
5: It's key. Yeah. And now so my current job, I'm a writer, copy senior um, writer at Martin, so I do. You know, I write commercials, um, and it's really fun. Do you need spokes ladies? Yeah, that's right, guys. I'm currently working on Old Navy, um, and oh. we are the fashion destination. Hello, girl.
0: You give me a pair of overalls, I'm in. <laughs> I love it.
5: Advertising
1: is totally the job I always said I would go into if I wasn't. People are like, if you weren't an actor, what would you do? Always said advertising. I love that you're doing that. It sounds. It it's looks so, so fun. fun.
5: It's really fun. So I went kind of from like um the production side to now I'm the creative side. And it, you know, it's really kind of fun is getting to sit in Video Village and have PAs <gasps> bring me coffee. Oh, yeah!
0: Yeah! Yeah! I love it. I love it. You are Peyton Sawyer because in the episode where yes. you know she's in that moment with yes. her boss where she's like I will have your job one day, but not yeah. like that.
5: Like you did it, Lassiter. It's really fun. It's fun. I love writing and um and it's I love the creative process. I mean, I know you guys all do. Um, and you know, I didn't uh I don't know. I took a windy path to get here, but I'm loving it. We're we've got a, you know, I've got a big big campaign coming out in the fall for old Navy. And, um, it's really fun. Oh, I get to like, so I get cool. to be, you know, I've got two wonderful kids, um, and oh, two little boys, awesome. nine and six.
3: You still in Richmond. I'm still in Richmond,
5: you know, right. but, um, every once in a like twice a year, I go to LA to shoot, you know, spots for about 10 mm-hmm. days. And so that's I still fun. get that taste of, um, yeah. you know, I feel like I'm getting a little bit of the, I don't know, best of both worlds.
1: Yeah. What advice do you have for for people who do want to come in at entry level in film and come in and be a PA? I would love to just cuz you were so good at it and there are so many people who oh. get in and they get frustrated or they feel like um it's I don't know if it's too demanding or they have trouble trouble keeping track of everything. Yeah. What are some of the most practical pieces of advice that you can give? And mm-hmm. and even emotional.
5: Well, emotional, I mean, you know, keep, stay grounded. Um, You know, this is not your, it's, it's, it's hard, especially, and you guys know, you know, episodic stuff. I mean, I was there, my days were 18 hours, Um, you know, first one in, last Mm -hmm. one out. And it's hard not to get sucked into um, that grind, which, you know, admittedly I did. Um, You know, my department was who I hung out with. Um, but I'd say, you know, just like stay grounded, keep your, you know, keep your family close and, um, keep perspective. Um, but also it's funny, I, I say that, but also like go for it. Um, it's hard to, it's hard to break into it, but when you do, I don't know, I don't know how different it is for people now. Um, if that makes sense, like I think yeah. like I did it so long ago. Um, I feel mm. like it's easier to get a PA job maybe somewhere, um, but take it seriously.
1: Yeah. I think the work ethic has changed a lot now
5: Yes, than it used to be. I mean, take it seriously. Keep that work ethic and be a sponge. Like that was mm. my whole yeah. thing was to just mm. be a sponge. You know, I was watching y'all. I was watching the directors. I was watching the grips and the electrician mm-hmm. and the camera, you know, the camera department. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching everyone. Didn't they try to steal you? I feel like
0: camera tried to steal you at a certain point. Ooh, that feels familiar. Yeah. Well,
5: Wardrobe stole me season six. <laughs> I was, so, I was like kind of burnt out. And then I was like
2: helping Wardrobe. and mm-hmm. Yeah, Carol, that makes sense. That's, yes, it was Carol. I love that. I love, yeah. Um, guys, I have to jump off early.
1: Um, Lasseter, it's so good to see you. Enjoy the rest of your too. chat. Um, I loved this episode and, um, it's just really great to see you in here that you're doing well mm. and
5: reminisce. I know. It's good to see you, Joy.
1: My honorable mention goes to set deck on this episode for, uh, the mouth and skills apartment. Looks The so apartment. Good. The
3: frat apartment. <laughs> the frat apartment looks so good. So good. good. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Bye, okay. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Lester, did you notice that? We joked about how the boys' like frat house apartment looked so good. That, like,
5: this end-up furniture? Yeah, yeah! That, like, old 90s, like, the wood? Yes! It was, like, dorm furniture.
0: But then Brooke's apartment, which is supposed to be super fancy, is,
3: like... Would you What did you say? It looked like Pier 1? I said it looks like Pier 1 after a clearance sale. There's just, like, a couple of random leather chairs left that nobody wanted. I was like, oh, man... They, well, they had a really hardcore skill set, and then there was this other avenue that just didn't work. They knew we were never <laughs>
5: going back there. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Well, y'all, I feel, I, I mean, I did watch the episode. I took some notes. I mean, Ooh, okay. What
0: popped to you?
5: Like, y'all don't have to talk about me. I'm boring.
0: Listen, no, you're not boring. But what we talked about before you jumped on was how meta- this episode was because we did this five year time jump. So we're not in high school anymore. And essentially, we're all just playing ourselves. Like you and I have both seen Sophia do that same walk and talk that Brooke Davis does with her assistant, (laughs) Millicent, where it's like, and we need to do this and this and this and also make this phone call. And also, I have to be here, here and here. And what do you need from me? Okay, fantastic. Here's the decision. Mm -hmm. I've seen you do it so many times
5: (laughs) because it's always kind and really thorough. Oh, I mean, I can see her walking through, you know, through base camp doing that. Yeah. Um, And and then you guys, all of the new people in this episode, I've seen Michaela. Michaela is
3: a goddess.
5: Oh my gosh. She and I still DM. Like, she is the nicest person.
3: Yeah. She's incredible. And Michaela, Lisa Goldstein, Mm -hmm. getting Daphne Zuniga. Yes, Daphne's Daphne.
0: Oh. Remember how scared we were of Daphne Lassiter? I was terrified of her.
5: You were. I was <laughs> terrified. I was like, uh, space balls anyone?
3: Yeah, like, yeah. Nope, jokes are not hitting. I'm out. <laughs> I just remember, well like when Daphne first came being like they're going to do it again. All I did for first season was walk around behind Moira and be like don't say toe pick, don't say, toe pick, Bru- don't say toe pick, don't say toe pick, don't say pick. And now you're Princess Vespa? Yeah. And I can't say that to her oh, like my oh my god, I was so nervous. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was
5: loving. I mean, there was, you know, it was interesting. You know, the season 4 season finale was so wonderful and like I have mm-hmm. I have physical like visceral memories of that like being on the river court Mm -hmm. um first of all when i watch that all i can think about is hair (laughs) i can can
3: feel the humidity
5: we were all just like wet
3: (laughs) yeah by the way you can see it i i do that thing like i'm hugging joy and then i'm like we're not gonna do this and i'm literally peeling hair off my wet
2: face (laughs) and i was like
5: it's not cute but we're doing what we can when I watch it, you know, you guys remember the scripts and stuff, but we would just get the sides and, you know, I didn't mm-hmm. really know what was going on in the story. I'm just paying attention to my own job, but at, like the episodes, I, you know, I, when I went back and watched this one and the elevator one, <laughs> guys, <laughs> um, I was like, Ding. Um, all, I think, <laughs> all I think about are the locations. Like I know exactly yeah. where every single thing was shot. Yeah. yeah, And I think about where I was standing, if I was hiding behind a tree, <laughs> you know, if I was like crouched, you know, beneath something. Um, but that th- this one was fun. There was, se- you know, coming back at season five, there were a lot of new locations. Um, and I thought it was interesting, you know, I don't know, just the way that the women were handled. Mm. Um Looking back, it is funny. Like I think it's great for the show, and it was really entertaining. But four years out of out of high school, yeah, so to be running the, I'm like four years out of high school. I was a set PA on One Tree Hill, <laughs>
0: and, <laughs> and that was considered killing it. You know what I mean? It's like right. yeah. that was success. Yeah. It's um, I think what happened was there was a revolt at the end of season four, where I, you know, I personally was like stop touching us, you know, and had that interaction with our boss. Sophia was like, I don't want to be trapped here. I want my career to expand. You know, that is important to me. And so all of those things that we had discussed Mm
3: -hmm. in
0: season four were somehow made our tragedies at the beginning of season five for our
5: characters. Mm -hmm. I picked up on that. I really did. And I've never thought about that before.
0: And Joy just wanted to be with her family. So it's like, okay, let's start mm-hmm. the season with a broken family for Haley, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it,
3: yeah. Yeah, it was really interesting. And it wasn't lost on me. Like, while Brooke and Peyton are having different experiences, they're both feeling let down by and trapped by work. And we had had that interaction with our boss at the end of season four. And so our storylines became you're not happy here, you can't just play the game. You have everything you ever wanted and you don't like it. You're selfish. You don't know how the business works. You're going to have to grow up and figure out what an industry is. Like <laughs> we were we were both getting this thing. Unbutton that button.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: You know, yeah. smile on the red carpet. Don't say it's hard. Unbutton that button and I'll let you in another meeting. You know, all of it was like ew. But what I appreciated, at least, for the audience—yeah—they
0: didn't have to know any of that. They just saw girls rising above it.
3: You yeah, know? and so, but so interestingly, they yeah. got to see a girl who wasn't getting everything she wanted out of her career and wasn't happy, and a girl who theoretically was getting everything she wanted out of her career and still wasn't happy. And and what I loved, you know, who, probably some of the cool women in the room who helped those who helped that dichotomy happen. Enabled the space to open up where all we really needed was each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like, and and last, or in the last episode we talked about how Hillary and I really were able to find a safety together, mm-hmm. um, despite the ways that that the powers that be had tried to make sure we didn't stay friends. We had found something in the last episode in the finale as us, mm. and so it was. It's so interesting. It like made me kind of weepy watching this episode. When it's like, well, all we really needed was to be together. Because when we're together, we're safe. Yeah. When we're together, we're happy. When we're home, we're okay. And I, I don't know. It was, that made me smile despite the the window dressing.
5: Yeah, I really love that moment in the airport. Um, yeah, and- it made me cry. <laughs> well,
3: have you ever seen on the
0: internet, Lassiter, all of the fan videos that get cut together about Peyton and Brooke being the love story? Like this airport (laughs) scene is a hundred percent in every single
5: one of those videos. (laughs) Can we talk about the belt Hillary? Which belt? The the low slung belt. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. (laughs) Did
0: you like that? I I I feel like that was a page out of your book. You were the queen (laughs) of like a strapless (laughs) dress or like a, like a strapless like shirt with a low slung belt out on the town with some bangle bracelets pushed up on your arm.
5: Bangle bracelets pushed up
0: stealing all of your vibes in this episode
5: yeah those are my vibes (laughs) for sure yeah I loved that and like um it's so funny you know for anyone who is interested in in like the location production aspect of it that's the real Wilmington airport oh yeah Um, Yeah. we were able to shoot there because it's so small that (laughs) they would literally be like sure let's just stop all flights in
3: (laughs) Well, or, okay. or it would be like, well, the last flight today lands at 645. Yeah. So y'all want to come at 8 p.m.? And we'd right. be yeah. like, what? You couldn't do it anywhere else. Yeah, sitting in the rocking chairs
5: between between scenes. Did yeah. you go on the L.A. trip with us? No, and I noticed that. So that's one of the, I'm glad mm-hmm. you called that out. That was one of the only um, times. So you, was it you and Sophia have some
3: exterior shots in L.A.? Just Hill. No. Just oh well, that's a good fake then. Mm-hmm. for You, my stuff's all supposed to be happening in New York, but we did it in Wilmington because there's there's buildings there that you can kind of fake yeah. for New York City. So Hill, you were the only one who traveled.
0: It was a weird trip, you know, because I Cause was in this like super weird place with our boss, and then I was like, great, now you have to come to me, and I was like, ugh. Mm. And so I think I just hit out with Elizabeth yeah. Arnois and mm. and probably Danielle. Like we just were like, okay, peace yeah. later. Well, cause you
3: guys went and did it as a second unit.
0: It was a it was a small
3: skeleton crew that went to go. Yeah, because we were still filming. Like oh, I remember nice. when you were doing stuff in LA, we did like a full day. I think I think you were with me last year. We did a full day of photo shoots for close over bros stuff for yes. magazines and oh, art cool. and billboards and so like while you guys had the director, we were doing all the second unit in Wilmington. Cool.
0: See, you were doing advertising before you were even doing advertising.
5: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember the photo shoot, yes. Because see, when I'm watching, you know, I'm looking at all the background.
4: I'm like, <laughs> I remember that
5: extra. I remember that photo shoot. <laughs> like, woo! I, I remember so being. You know, I had a, you know, I was having a rough day that day, or you know, I'm hiding in this tree. <laughs> like, that's all. I'm- <laughs> what was your favorite episode to film? Yeah. So. Good question. And it's sort of a love hate relationship. But honestly, you know, one of my favorite ones, because I think I have so many memories from was the season four season finale. Yeah. Mm. Uh, The um, because and that was all night shoots. Yes. So that was seven days of night shoots. Um, And that was the first my first experience with a full vampire lifestyle. (laughs) I remember Dacious gave me do like duveteen or whatever to black out my windows. Um, We shot, you know, we, we went to work at 6 PM. We came home at 6 AM. Do you remember going to the
0: Wilmintonian and hanging out in Liz's room and drinking beers after? (laughs) I do. Yeah, that was fun.
5: (laughs) Um, Yeah. But that was one of my favorite episodes because I think, um, we had a great cast. We had everybody. We had Bevan um, Mm -hmm. who I love and miss so much. Um, It was just, we had everybody there was like, you know, it was, it's great. Those big episodes are really fun when, you know, again, I'm not reading the scripts. I don't know what's going on, but I know that all my favorite people are there and they're all on the call sheet. Mm -hmm. um, And I know it's going to be a good time. Yeah. Mm. That's, I have a lot of memories from, from that particular episode. Um, and did they tell you guys anything as a crew
0: what this five year time jump was going to be?
5: No, no, we don't get any Ooh. of that information. How, what a weird uh-huh.
0: first day where you're like, why aren't you guys in college?
5: Well, I just remember, <laughs> yes, I remember saying, did no one go to college? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, should anyone have gone to get their BA? <laughs> right, right, I don't right. Know. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> So I was never really, you know, we got the sides, we got what we're shooting that day. And that was mm. it. So I was never aware of the full story of anything. Um, yeah. And again, you know, we're just flying by the seat of our pants, trying to <laughs> trying to get the scene and move on to the next one. Like,
3: we got to wrap that crane, guys. Time is money. Okay, so something so funny happened last year before you jumped on the Zoom, when me and Hill and Joy were watching the episode, and Peyton starts to listen to the audio book of Lucas's yeah. book on a, <laughs> on a CD. Five disc changer joy goes is his book an autobiography did he write about us <laughs> and we were like joy oh my god the whole book is about all of us and she goes oh i missed that no 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 idea no idea so it's just so funny when you're like we have no idea what's going on i'm like well clearly half the neither time you do, do week." We. yeah no, well that's so uh, funny
5: like yeah, I never had any idea what was going on. It's um, so funny. But I just knew I had to stand up and not sit down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and get everybody to set. And, and I will say, you know, one of my favorite themes of this podcast has been the hair. I mean, <sighs> that was my that was my life. Yes. Like, that was like that meant two extra hours of sleep for me or not.
0: Oh my God. Of how
5: early I had to be there. Depending on what you know, who's who's coming in first and who's getting their hair done. And-
0: if they just let us wear f-ing ponytails, we all would have been like functional oh humans.
3: Gosh. It would have just been easier for everybody.
0: <laughs> We're gonna write a new show called Ponytails, and <laughs> Lassiter can come out of her film retirement How, and direct shampoo. that. Dry <laughs> shampoo, yeah.
5: <laughs> dry shampoo and ponies. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to
0: see what happens with all of our characters over the course of this season because the five-year mm-hmm. jump meant that all the reservations that we had playing high school kids are out the window and now yeah. we can play messy young adults yeah. and yeah, we do get messy. God,
5: I love messy. You do you do get a little messy. I remember some messy episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, and all the new, I mean, just the new people coming in. I just remember that being, that start of season five was really fun um, because there were new faces, Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. And everyone was so nice. Do
0: you see how cute yeah. that dude that Sophia was acting? One of the Knicks? The guy that was in the limo? Yeah.
5: Yeah. I will say I do remember shooting that, Sophia. that <laughs> here, here. I
3: was like... You're like, hello. Lassiter
0: was definitely one of us because anytime like someone new came in, we're all like, hey, 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 do you want to be our friend? Do you want to hang out with our group? Do you want to go to Deluxe? What do you want to do?
5: <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. Well, the scene... Hillary, do you remember... And Sophia, I think you and I definitely were there at some point, but the scene where... Um Nathan has his accident. Uh, Pravda. Yeah. Uh, was that what it was called? Pravda? Yes. I yes. Don't remember the vodka bar.
3: Yes, Pravda.
5: Yes. So that wow. was a real place in Wilmington. They didn't redress that. No. I mean, I remember all those red lights and like that yeah. was like a
3: new hip spot for a little while. It was Pravda and Odessa. Yeah, my friend Steph used to bartend there. Stephanie the Party Panther. Yeah. So like we'd go there. And I, I think. I almost feel like (laughs) I might have been out that night and been like, oh, (laughs) what are you guys doing here? (laughs) I'm like on a walkie. Like, like, I guess I'm not going to go see Stephanie tonight. See you later.
0: I love it. It
5: was fun. We, you know, yeah, we were in our 20s. It was, I'm just Mm. glad I had, I didn't have any friends when I moved to Wilmington because I moved there for the job. But you made friends so fast. Well, I mean, we, you know. We work together. Yeah. Um, we
0: have all placed our vote on how we felt about James Lafferty's long hair and beard
5: in this beard. episode. What What were your feelings on it? Well, I have written down in my notes, um, beard, comma, took forever to put on. <laughs> um, I... Don't mind the long hair. I just have like really a visceral reaction to the beard because I know how long it took to put on in the hair makeup trailer.
3: Well, I have a visceral reaction to it now because James came on the podcast and told us they cut his hair Mm -hmm. and then used the cuttings from his hair and glued them to his face to make the beard. Yes, they did, Sophia. No, like when I look at when he first came on camera, I was like, nope, because I feel like he just stuck his Face in a bowl of his own hair. It's like it's a visual. I can't. I can't get rid of it. And what a trooper he is that he did a whole episode with that glued multiple face. Yeah. Oof.
5: No. So I was there uh, in the hair and makeup trailer, and it was like a handful no. of like no. cut hair. <laughs> and it was like no. Like yeah. I mean, it was so bizarre. <laughs> oh my god. But you know, I just chalk it up to a learning experience. <laughs> I got to pull my shoulders out of my ears. Yeah. When Chad (laughs) and Lindsay are hugging at the end and you see Chad's tattoo. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lucas's tattoo. Yeah. Um, I just, I remember that uh, they got pretty fast with that, but like Mm -hmm. that was painted on.
3: Yeah. Well, and, and that was always tricky because they were covering his real tattoo. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't just like fake tattoo going on clean skin like right you have to put the fake tattoo over the scar from the other like that's a that's not easy for anybody I remember what a pain in the ass that always was yeah
5: I mean you know it was always we just built it into the schedule and um, Mm -hmm. that's part of being in the AD department you have to account Mm -hmm. for all that stuff and you know just get everybody to set on time and um well and we all
0: loved working with Jackson, because it meant that our days were significantly Mm -hmm. shorter. Like that was literally the one thing that you couldn't push is how long the child worked. And so kid days were great days because they had to be contained. And I love how Chad was with Jackson in these Mm scenes. It's fun to see him be uncle Keith and to be able to imagine what that relationship looked like.
5: Yeah, he was good. You all were all, I mean, I feel like everyone, Jackson was a sweet, sweet kid um and you all were all good with him and there's a there's a line though that i had like it totally triggered something um when he says shoe money daddy or money from a shoe oh um, in this episode Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden i was right back there because i was hiding around the corner Mm
4: -hmm. feeding
5: him that line
4: oh
5: money from a shoe And I, and like, I love kids and, you know, I just remember, I loved having kids on set because, you know, for the first four years, we didn't have a lot of kids on set. And, you know, I think I even, I might've babysat for Moira. Um, But I, you know, I babysat for a lot of the crew. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, we would go to, didn't you dress up as a Disney princess for like one of Jadik's kids' birthdays or something? I might have.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just love, I love kids. I'm the oldest of four. um, And, uh. I just loved having a a youngster on set. So I'm hiding around the corner and I remember saying money from a shoe, money from a shoe, money Money. from a shoe. shoe. And like, like, so as soon as I heard that line, I was like, Oh my gosh, it just took me back. That's so sweet. I love it.
3: Friends. Is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. (laughs) Oh, that feeling of just
2: walking in the door and it's like, my life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Yeah. (laughs) I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve
3: that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature (laughs) scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe.
2: Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way.
3: Lavender for me.
2: Friends, transform your home into
1: an oasis. With a powerful, clean and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence.
3: Get yours now at a retail store near you.
1: With the
0: best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com.
2: Okay, friends, we are here to help you out. Mother's Day is May
1: 12th. That means it's fast approaching. So instead of scrambling last minute this year, Hillary and I think you should try Macy's for your Mother's Day gifts.
0: Oh, we sure do. Macy's
1: has the perfect
0: gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. You can shop by price, like $25 and under to $100 and under. Categories like fragrance, handbags, and more. Or their gift lists like... For the mom who has everything, or for grandma, or for gifts that are already wrapped.
1: Macy's is making it so easy on you. Find top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frame, Polaroid cameras, Samsung smart TV, the frame, which I have a couple of love them. They're all at Macy's.com slash gift finder. Head on over to Macy's.com slash
0: gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day.
1: Do you know that this has been a tradition in my family for many years? Uh, My mother used to love pecan sandies from Keebler. She Aww. would bring them
2: home and I would find her in the kitchen taking a little nibble on a stressful day. <laughs> and I love it. I love it so much. I've adopted it myself. I love coming home and just taking a moment to step away from all the
3: daily expectations and enjoy a little little Keebler sandy. Listen, you know I love a snack break, and Keebler Sandies are perfect for that. They are buttery shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, Joy's favorite pecans, and almonds.
1: Mm. Each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth.
3: The delicate sweetness, the buttery flavor, the crumbly texture, they make Keebler Sandies the perfect pairing with your coffee or tea. Whether you're enjoying
1: Keebler Sandies as an afternoon snack, serving them at a party, or simply indulging in some me time, they are a classic shortbread cookie that brings simple pleasure to every bite.
3: When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat that will keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie and
1: enjoy a simple moment of comfort.
0: All right. Well, here's what I want to have happen. I want our kids to grow up and graduate high school. And then I want you to come direct. And I want you to like flex that muscle because you are so incredibly good at your job. And you were such a asset to our crew. And not just for our department, but I know that the grips and electrics loved you. We know that like wardrobe loved you. We know that all the departments responded to you because you never bullied anyone you operated out of kindness oh, God, yeah. and it set a tone that yeah. was really important within that department specifically
5: yeah, yeah you it was a, you know it was a all all male department mm-hmm. um it was you know it got it got competitive too i mean i you know i wanted to be be well liked and do you know mm-hmm. do my job well and um yeah you got to have a good you got to have a strong work ethic there mm-hmm. Um, I won't say you have to have, you know, a really strong backbone. I feel like I did back then, but nowadays I don't, I, I hope that people don't have to be,
4: yeah. don't
3: have to have that anymore. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think what's really refreshing and what changes culture is when someone like you is in a department like that and it's gone from a department that could, you know, have some serious bully energy to a department that is being shifted by a woman and Mm. being given a new way to operate. And, you know, Hillary said it. The reason every department tried to poach you was because you made people better and you also were kind while you did it. And when you are in an environment where you have complex um, uses of power happening. Dynamics. Dynamics. It can be really gorgeous to have somebody offer you a new way. And, you know, they say that the fish rots from the head, right? Like if the, <laughs> if the head of the if the head of the thing is bad, it trickles down. Well, it's the reason we want women like you and friends like you to come and direct on projects because you get oh. to set the tone for Every department, and like, I'll sign up for the Lassiter show. You don't even have to have a script <laughs> mm-hmm. yet. I'm ready to go. Yeah,
0: we're just all going to wear ponytails. Right. It's going to be really short in the morning.
3: Yeah, dry <laughs> <our> shampoo with <and laughs>
5: ponytails. Well, let me finish this finish this campaign, and then hill yeah. I'm telling you, I'm writing a Hallmark movie. I swear.
0: I mean, girl, let's just do some nice things. Just kissing and crying is all no, we know how to like, do. Let's
5: just let's keep it at kissing and crying. That's yeah, it. great, gentle. We love gentle. Great. Um, are we ready to spin a wheel? Is that
0: where we're at in our in our day? I think we are. Yeah. Great. I think we spin a wheel. Did you uh, Did you participate in superlatives when you were in high school? Of course. What did you win? What are you?
5: Um, Hillary, I feel like you will get a really big kick out of this. Um, I went to an all girls high school. <laughs> Me too. Yes, I know. Yes, Sophia, I did know that about you. Um, mm. I won the first annual BMC award, which is big man on campus. Stop.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: I was, I knew, I knew you would like that.
0: Is that big dick energy? You got big dick energy? <laughs> uh, we call it Brooke Davis energy.
5: We do. Well, I was, it's, I was very athletic. I,
3: Love that. Incredible. Mm-hmm. So
5: I was a jock uh, for sure.
3: Incredible, Lassiter. Girl. Big man on
0: campus, girls. Well, then you, I'm going to leave this up to you. Our most likely to this week is most likely to bungee jump. You have to pick a real life person and then mm-hmm. a character from the show. Mm. Ooh. So one of our, our real life one tree hillers. It is not me. I don't do dumb sh- I mean, I don't take risks. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that is not for me.
4: <laughs>
5: oh. Wow. Um, okay. Uh, I'll say character, I feel like Rachel. Daniil's character. Oh. I was going to say it, too. Mm-hmm. And I forget. It's funny. I forget the character's names, too. I just know her as Danielle. I yeah. forget it's Rachel. So Rachel would be my character that would most likely to bungee jump. Mm-hmm real person to most likely bungee jump
3: by the way you know everybody you can pick somebody from the cast or the crew oh yeah oh, mm-hmm. oh. i don't know i mean part of me i almost spit
5: out alex alex, <laughs> alex Oster-Bay? Oster-Bay? Yeah.
0: <laughs> we have to get alex on the show at some point so alex is the total opposite of lassiter but they had the same job and so he was like a bearded, very disgruntled man who was so irritated anytime we asked for coffee or anything. And yeah. he's also our age. And so he was yeah. like, it was like a brother. A little bit younger. He's a little, maybe a little bit, but he it was like having a brother that was just like, you guys are ridiculous all the
5: time. Lassiter, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> one of y'all, one of y'all, one of y'all. Um, yeah, I feel like Daniil would do it, but Rachel would.
3: Sophia, would you maybe do it? She's done it. Oh, have you? I haven't. I'm too scared. Uh, here's the thing: I take risks, but also I don't want to do dumb risks. Uh huh. And a, and a bungee jumping to me looks like a great way to break your neck. Yeah. I I skydive, which I know is perhaps more dangerous, but like it's the whiplash for cool. me yeah. that makes me say no to bungee jumping. So I I don't know if they're adjacent enough. Fine, but I don't know. Bungee adjacent. <laughs> I don't trust that I'm not going to whip
0: back up and hit the bottom of the bridge. You know what I mean? I know. Like
5: I've never been. I don't
0: understand the physics of it.
5: Maybe one of the boys. Maybe maybe James. He's like in shape. Yeah. No, it's Austin. It's Austin Nichols. That's who it is. You're right. You're right. A hundred percent. It's got to be somebody like in shape and active. It just yeah. occurred to me.
0: He like he Austin is also doing all sorts of weird shit, like water skiing and. Driving around in a van. Water
5: skiing so weird, Hillary.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it is to he, me. I don't do water. <laughs> no, he loves all that sports stuff, and he's also—you're right. Like, I get where you're going with it. Lassiter is that you need a guy who's like fit enough that he thinks he's invincible. Yeah. Yes. You know, Poor and Austin's is the it. kind of person who's just like, we can do it. It'll <laughs> be fine. Yeah. It would be him.
0: Yeah. All right. Austin I wins love that. It.
3: Um, By the way, um,
5: maybe I missed it in other episodes. I thought it was really funny. I've never thought about, um, so Junk. Yes. Junk on the show. Cullen. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Cullen, who's crushing it, the nicest person. Yes. Um, This episode was the first time I had ever heard anyone call him Junkie. What? Yeah. Who called him Junkie? I think it might have been, it was like Uncle Junkie. Oh, like when they were playing the video games. And I was like, should we call him Junkie? Junkie. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I mean, that would explain why he was like a 25-year-old senior in high school. <laughs> Maybe he was a junkie. <laughs> oh, my God. But you know what? I think, yes, he and Vaughn having dialogue. You mm-hmm. know, like Vaughn hasn't gotten to talk a whole lot in the show. And Vaughn is hilarious.
3: Von. Hilarious.
5: Good honorable mention. Yeah. So funny.
3: I love those Rivercore boys, and honestly, like for me, Michaela. Yeah, talk about coming in like a powerhouse. Mm -hmm. She has such good energy. She's so in her body. You, who after four years, do the fans think is going to compete for Lucas's attention? Aside from Peyton, like Mm -hmm. literally, who but you, Hillary? And Michaela came in and was just like me mine <laughs> i loved it yeah. i loved it she's such a g like so kind like she's yeah. like just like she's such a kind person
5: mm-hmm. um, oh my god yeah i loved i loved working with her yeah she was really sweet you guys all right Lassiter, we've got big plans for your future uh oh but my for- gosh. well and hillary if i'm um, I, I have to apologize for um texting you from that bachelorette party oh my god
0: <laughs> what Remember? We're still on drunk text level, which is oh, like, my God. you know what? That's my favorite line of Peyton's in this episode. I want real friends. And so it feels really yeah. good to have you here, Lassiter, because it gets we get to go back to that place where like our off off camera, off work friendships mm. really were the things keeping us going. And so mm. I love the fact that you still drunk text me. At a bachelorette okay, party. For the
5: record, <laughs> I wasn't that drunk. It was my adult. I said I'm the oldest of ah. four. my little sister, Anna's bachelorette. Girl, I'm there. I'm
0: mad I wasn't invited on that party buzz.
5: Her friends are your key demographic for One Tree Hill. Done. They're the age. They're like 29. I love it. I was trying to be a cool older sister. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I'm like, why, 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 why weren't you just FaceTiming everybody, babe? Really yeah. let it. Really get in it to win it. I tried. It. Uh,
5: well, I know. Oh. Well, her. Yeah, Anne Crenshaw is your biggest fan. She was one of the bridesmaids, and she was like, what is Hillary doing right now? Right now. Right now. But I'm going to call her. <laughs>
3: Incredible. <laughs>
5: oh, you
0: guys, I love you. Okay, for you guys at I home love, next love week, you. we have season five, episode two, Racing Like
3: a Pro. It's about to get crazy. All right. Here have we a, go. Have a great week. I love you, Lassiter. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth.
0: Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See, See you next
5: time. time. We're all
1: about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. Oh, we'll take you for a ride in our comic girl. Drama girl. Cheering for, for the right team. team. Drama Give queens. drama queens. Queen. Tough, girl. You could sit with us, girl. Drama queens, drama, queens, drama, queens. Drama, drama, queens, drama queens.
0: With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise. Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to sunscape resorts and spas and do your deal at
3: cheapcaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp.
1: Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life and I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate and having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, it makes the days easier sometimes.
3: It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through.
1: BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you.
3: Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays and they also stress me out. <laughs> Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, <laughs> calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie and I felt better. So all I'm saying is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts, I think you deserve a cookie too. I agree. Guys, (laughs) Keebler Sandies are
2: buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and
3: almonds. And each Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth.
1: When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies, it's the perfect treat that'll keep
3: you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. Is it hoarding if it's
0: boots? I don't think so. A woman can never have too many pairs of boots. It's the perfect gift for your loved ones and for yourself. So, this festival and concert season is all about boots. Everybody has to show up in style, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert with all your friends. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacova's.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.